Welcome to this week's episode of The Pause. I am your host. I am your girl, Casey Inspires, inspiring you to emerge, move forward, and live your best life now. I am so excited about today's episode. I decided to go ahead and do a part three. I just felt like on last week, I really didn't hone in enough on today as I go into more details about how to pray frustration away and how to be patient on the things that God is calling us to do. And then just dealing with being familiar when it comes to things that's happening around us, we enter into a situation without having a fresh perspective on what God can do. We just like, yeah, I've been here, done it. I know I already know how it's going to be or how it's going to go down. So I want to pick back up on the last two um, internal roadblocks. But before I go into that, you know how I always like to do a recap of last week's or the couple of weeks, the last two weeks, I'm going to do a recap on. And just so we can just have the all the points, all the, etern- the internal roadblocks that we need to overcome. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about how to overcome internal roadblocks that's stopping us from moving forward. I personally know the feeling, like I said, for the last couple of weeks to have a purpose, to have a calling, to have passion and to be stuck, just to be stuck, not because of depression, not because of external things, but things that's going on in in the inward parts. Um, And the first one that I talked about that tends to stop us from moving forward is our flaws. And that's our marks, our faults, our weaknesses, our shortcomings, and our imperfection. We allow these flaws to become our roadblocks when it comes to moving forward because it leave us saying things like, I don't know how, or I'm only downplay who we are and who God created us to be. It's like we stop looking at ourselves as being the head and not the tail above and not beneath an overcomer, God's child. And we start looking at ourselves through our weaknesses. We start looking at ourselves through our faults and our marks, meaning stuff that we did truly miss the mark on, stuff that was truly, honestly, our fault. Um, But once we repent and once we come to the fact or to the realization that we missed it, and we have confessed that and we went to the person that we might have caused some pains or was with odds at or whatever the case may be. We went to them, apologized. We went to God and repented. And that's no longer should have a hold on us. But we all know you have a tendency of looking at those things when it comes to moving forward and purpose and really achieving what God has called us to do in this season in this season. And I talked about on the first week of this mini series, I talked about the things that we need to do to overcome our flaws is tell ourselves a more positive story about ourselves. It's that we just need to stop, stop the negative talking that we're doing to ourselves. Like before we can even start a project, before we can even get into that partnership or um, collaboration with another company or with another person, we're already talking about how we're going to miss it or how we don't measure up. So we have to start telling ourselves a more positive story about ourselves. We have to get scriptures that reaffirms who we really are, not our mistakes, not our 
mishaps, not our failures, not none of those things, but things that really tell us who we are. And then we just need to focus on our strengths. It's okay because I I just believe that anything that God is calling us to do, it's always bigger than us. So it's going to take collaboration. You're you're not going to be able to do it within your own strength, with with your own talents and ability. You're going to have to formulate a team or partner with somebody that's going to be be smarter in the areas where you feel like you're weak in. And that's OK. Um, that's OK to say I'm not really good at drafting letters or really making sure that the grammar is is right but it's somebody that that's their passion that's their calling they love doing stuff like that so bring them a part of your team don't stress your out yourself out doing stuff that you don't have the strength or the ability to be able to do so when we're looking at the internal a roadblock called flaws we need to tell ourselves a more positive about ourselves we need to focus on our strength the second internal roadblock that i talked about was fears and this is a unpleasant emotion caused by a belief that someone or something is dangerous likely to cause pain or threat and what i did is on this one i began to really dig into the life of jeremiah um and so i'll read it to you on tonight as well and it's jeremiah 1 4 and seeing it says the word of the lord came to me saying before i formed you and the wound, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And he went on to say, oh, sovereign Lord, I say, I do not know what I don't. I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. You see how he downplayed himself and he focused on I'm only a child. And the Lord said, do not say that I'm on, that you're only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say wherever, whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. So the second eternal roadblock is our fears, fears of leading. That's our skills and our ability is the one. Um, two of the things that I talked about is our fear of leading. But we need to be reminded when we have this fear of leading, fear to get on projects, to oversee things that God is telling us that we need to oversee. We need to know that God formed us like, yes, he formed you and I. So he created us to do the task that he's calling us to do. And it was those things that we call flaws, those mishaps and those things that we missed it at that really shaped our character, that really shaped uh, our abilities to be able to say, I know how to do this because you know what? I failed one time and I learned a proper way to do it. And so I'm no longer looking at that as being a flaw, but I'm looking at that. And I'm not no longer uh, making it be my fear, but I'm looking at it and saying, you know what? God formed me for this cause. And that's how we overcome and how we overcome this internal roadblock and move forward. And the things that God is calling us to do is we have to perceive the right perception. We have to become aware and conscious of the things that we know God is calling us to do. If you're dealing with the fear of rejection, and I believe that a lot of us are dealing with this 
fear, you know, with social media being the way that it is and us being in a type of environment that everybody has an opinion, you know, like everybody has an opinion about what other people are doing. And we, we tend to now live in a society that we, we cry out for feedback. Like we want feedback, whether it be healthy, whether it, we don't care. We want, we want feedback. That's going to make us feel good. We want, we want validation and acceptance. And when it comes to the fear of rejection, you have to know that just like God told Jeremiah, I set you apart. So before you were born, you were not just formed, but you were set apart. So the way that you overcome this fear of being rejection, the being rejected is to understand that you were pre-qualified. That means you were qualified in advance to to take part in the thing that God is calling you to do right now in that in this season. The third thing that I talked about under the fear category was the was the fear of the unknown that need to have control. God has and you must know is that God has appointed you. So that means you have favor to do everything that God is calling you to do. You have been favored to do it. And so in order for us to get rid of this fear of the unknown and the fear of the unknown is just us really wanting to be in control. Like we don't like not knowing how it's going to plan out or play out. We want to know all the answers. We want to know all the details, but that's really realistically, really, that's not how God really operates because that's not really faith. And we are in a faith-based relationship with God where once he tell us a thing, we believe it until the manifestation of we have hope of what's not seen and believing that God's going to manifest that thing in our life. And so that fear of the unknown, the way that we overcome the fear of the unknown is to be present, is to be current in today, like not looking ahead. And I don't mean not planning, but don't be so far in the future um, that it stops you from getting stuff done on today. And sometimes we procrastinate because of this fear of the unknown, like because we don't know how tomorrow is going to look. We just decide not to do nothing. And that's not what God will have us to do. If we want to move forward in the things that God is calling us to do, we have to get over the fear of the unknown and move forward into the things that God is calling us to do. So the third internal roadblock that I talked about was our failures. That's the lack of success. Um, non-fulfillment, def defeat, disappointment, um, underachievement, that state or condition of not meeting a desirable or, in or intended objective. And we just harp on how we fail. <laughs> it is so crazy because I remember there was a time, I mean, just recently, probably was like a couple of years ago, about three years, almost three years ago, my uncle was sick in Ohio. So I flew into Ohio to to pray for him to go to hospital. And at this time, my sister was pregnant with my nephew Breaker. And it was me, my mom and my sister. And I had went to the hospital to pray for him. And as I was coming out, I had on like these six inch stiletto heels with a platform on them. And I was walking and all of a sudden I just fell. I couldn't brace myself. I couldn't do, I just boom, hit the pavement. And my sister and them really don't love me because, you know, they start laughing. Like, really, I felt like I had internal bleeding. That's how hard I hit the floor because I, I had never fallen before wearing heels. 
So I wasn't out there like, oh my God, I can fall. But let me tell you, because I had that experience of falling, I walked a little bit different. I walked differently. Matter of fact, I never wore them shoes again. I was like, "Mm -mm, them dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not wearing those again. And sometimes that's what tends to happen in our life. Once we have fallen one time, we walk not with our head up and our back straight with confidence and boldness. We are hesitant to move forward in the things that God is calling us to because we failed last year. But this is this year. So allow what failure taught you and go forward in today, knowing the lessons that you've learned and go forward with boldness, knowing like I'm not going to allow this internal roadblock or my previous failures to stop me from being everything that God is calling me to be. So the first thing that you need to do to overcome this internal roadblock called failure is to believe that the provision to do it has already been provided. And if we look at Jeremiah 1 and 9, it says, then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, now I have put my words in your mouth. Now has nothing to do with your past. God understood Jeremiah what tribe and background and he was from like that didn't disqualify him but now God wants to put a word in your mouth now God wants to put a plan together for you to be able to do all that he has called and charged you to do nothing has caught God off by surprise or off guard he knew you got tangled up into that stuff and you you started the business and the business he knew he knew all that and he still chose you so you have to believe that the provision that God has already provided the provision and the second thing you need to do is believe that your purpose has been appointed meaning your purpose has been equipped the scripture in verse 10 it says see today i appointed you over nations and kingdom to uproot to tear down to destroy to overthrow and to build and to plant like god has a plan for you that you have been equipped to be able to do everything that you're called to do and i i would go to take it a step further to say your failures is the one that is the things that qualified you to be able to do it. That's what qualifies you sometimes to be able to do the things that God is calling you to do. So we just have to move forward and um, understand that what we failed at yesterday has nothing to do with what God wants to do in us right now in this season. And the fourth internal roadblock that I talked about us overcoming is our focus. Our focus is the center of activity, attention. Uh, it is our core and it becomes an eternal roadblock when we stop moving forward, when we start to focus on things that don't concern us. <laughs> We, we got a habit of this. Like we, we're just not focusing on the things that God has called us to focus in on, like small matters. And what the enemy loves to do is he loves to get us busy with doing minor stuff, like stuff that really doesn't matter. Like it might be good, but it's not God's good thing for you. Like it's, it's just merely, you just merely wasting time. You know what I'm saying? Or 
it's just in a way. And so what we what we need to do when it comes to our focus is that we need to prioritize, determine the order of dealing with tasks according to their level of importance. Um, and it's, this is seasonal, like depending on what God is calling you to do in this season, there's just going to be some things that you're not going to be able to do in this season. It's going to be some places you're not going to be able to go and hang out in, you know, like if you're writing a book, your time is going to be dedicated to writing a book and you're not that you were not have your family as a priority. That's not what I'm saying, but really just, if you're married, come getting together with your spouse and saying like, you know, I'm gonna have to dedicate a lot of my time to research and to writing this book. And I'm just asking you, can we set up a different type of schedule? Like I might not be able to be available like I am right now. And it just takes communicating and it starts with priority, prioritizing and determining the order of dealing with tasks according to their level of importance. Like you have to do that in order for you to stay focused in the things that God wants in order for us to stay focused on the things that God wants us to stay focused on. The second thing is you have to pinpoint all distraction that are stopping you from giving your undivided attention to what God is calling you to do and remove them, point them out. You know that they are a distraction and remove them from your life. Um, because that has a tendency of interfering with our focus. And one thing that we need is our focus to be able to do the first thing that God said to Jeremiah when he gave him the prophetic word to speak. And it was something that has never been done, hadn't been done like and God wanted to speak to his people. He, he took him and he said, what do you see? He made sure that he could see proper properly. He made sure that he could, he was focusing on the right things and that he was getting it because God will, will make sure that his word is going to be fulfilled. Um, fulfilled in the earth and it starts with us our focus because whatever we focus on whatever we think on whatever we ponder on is what's going to manifest in our life and whatever we focus on is what we give our time to because what we give our mind to is what we're going to give our time to and so if we can be reminded of that that sometimes you're just going to have to cut off your phone Sometimes you're going to have to go on do not disturb. Sometimes you're going to have to delete your Facebook app and your Instagram app and your Twitter and just disconnect from the world to remain focused on the things that God is calling you to do. And we have to be intentional about those things. We have to be intentional about those things. So those were the four that I have already talked to in part one and part two. So let's get started with part three. I know I mentioned both of these on last week, but like I said earlier, um, I wanted to circle back and really hone in on these two because they are really big. I know we don't think about uh, familiar things being a big deal or being an internal roadblock, but it is. And we don't think that our frustration is stopping us from moving forward or we get so frustrated that we just procrastinate. Then it leads to depression. And then we just end up giving up because we feel like it's too hard. These internal roadblocks have really stopped more people than some of the ones that we always talk about, like fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I know fear is like the number one thing, but these two, <laughs> these, these two familiar and frustration, you know, they, they play a role in stopping us from moving forward in the things of God. So 
the first one I want to talk about is being familiar, um, well-known, easy, comfortable, calculated, having a good knowledge or understanding of something. When we become familiar with a thing, we start thinking, oh, I got this. And we start to take away its ability to teach us something new. Oftentimes, God wants to do a new thing in our life, but we won't let him because we will not let go of what's familiar. We don't want to let go what's familiar in our life. And we and we go into seasons. We go into projects. We even go into relationships. That's the wall. A wall is just things that have become familiar that has been built up in our life and the way that we can protect ourselves. Because if you look at the definition of familiar is well known, we like stuff to be well known, easy and comfortable calculated. You know, you ain't gonna catch me off guard. You ain't about to hurt me. You, I'm not about to be vulnerable to you. I'm vulnerable with you. And then you do, cause the last time, the last time, this is how I've always done it. That familiar spirit, um, that familiar uh, mindset will stop us from seeing something new in somebody. It will, it will stop us from seeing something new and th that God is doing in our life. If we don't change the way that we see things, if we don't change the way we expect things to be like our expectations, that it's going to always be the way that it is. And that's not always the case. God wants to do a new thing in your life, but we're stuck in familiarity. We stuck in what's familiar. And the key to overcoming this internal robot is that we have to put off projecting, estimating, forecasting something on the basis of present trends. So whatever is trendy, like whatever. Now, I'm not even going to say whatever is trendy, meaning outside of you, but whatever you perceive to be a trend, because we have our own trends that we have started in our own mind or in our own world or in our own life. And sometimes we just have to go against the grain. We just have to go against what we all, how we always did it. How about you go a different way to work tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't never know what type of scenery you missing. How about you go about it a different way? How about you approach a conversation? If everything is, every time you get in the conversation, you feel like it's confrontational. How about you change the way that you approaching it? Like, no, that's just the way they are. No, that could be not the way they are. It's just, it could be that you have created some trends in your life and you've created a, a comfortable spot in your life and you calculated how you feel like the conversation is going to go. So you've not put forth a new, fresh perspective on things that God wants to call you to do. And we have to perform. The second thing, how we overcome is we have to perform as, as if it's our first time. That's so freeing is to enter into a situation, not with a not, not from a place of you were offended last time or the relationship ended last time or the business deal didn't go the way that I wanted last time. Oh, it went or it went good. I already know how this can be. Like God wants to take you from good to great, but you so stuck in good that you can't even see the greatness that's up ahead because you have become familiar with a certain season in your life. And that's what God was trying to get Jeremiah to see because he had become familiar with being a priest or being trained to be able to 
operate and function a certain way. And then God came to him with the prophetic word that he's going to uproot, tear down that he was going to be in the gate. Talk, like he like, what, wait, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of times it comes, it's, it, it becomes an internal roadblock that stops us because we don't want to let go what's comfortable. We don't want to let go what's familiar. We don't want to let go our calculated decision-making, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't want to let that go. And so you have to perform as it's as if it's your first time and allow each day to have to bring you something new, new, something new to learn, something new to see something, something new and fresh. Like God wants to do a new thing. Like just think on that, that God wants to do something new within the things that he's calling you to to do like he wanted to be fresh he wants you to wake up with anticipation with expectation he don't want you to get caught up in the familiar because he wants you to be led by the spirit he said a good man's footsteps are ordered and if we already are are feel like we already know what way god is going to take us we can we can get trapped and going around the mountain going and walking around the desert for 40 years just doing the same old thing and not crossing over the Jordan because we don't want to wake up each day saying God show me which way I should go show me what step I should take and every day we should wake up with that in mind like I'm going to forget those former things which are behind me and I'm going to press towards the mark oh God God I want to press out of this familiar mindset out of this familiar out of my familiar ways and I want to connect to the freshness of moving forward in you God wants to do a new thing in you so the sixth internal roadblock that we need to overcome is our frustration and I talked a little bit about this on um, last week and I believe they go hand in hand our frustration is the feeling of being upset or annoyed um, about something happening that tendency or feeling that something is blocked or overwhelming or discontentment in your life. And we have a tendency of feeling frustration in our life because of most of the time, our frustration falls in four categories and that's not getting what we want or need, not having a realistic expectation, not being flexible and not having patience. Those are the four things that our frustration tends to fall in. And it goes back really to what's familiar because familiar, there's a comfortable place in familiar. So when, when things are not familiar, we have a tendency to get frustrated. And so they play off each other. And so now we're frustrated. And the only way to, for us to overcome this internal robot, like I said last week, we have to pray and be patient. Like that's the only way to come to overcome frustration because we're frustrated because we want, we want to do it our way. We're frustrated because it's not meeting our particular want. We're frustrated because it's not meeting our particular expectation. We're frustrated because we're not flexible. We're frustrated because we run out of patience. It doesn't look like how I thought it was going to look like. This don't look like my plan A, B, or C. So now I'm frustrated. I'm agitated. I'm irritated because it's not going the way that I want, but things are not going to always go the way that we want them to go. 
And God could be wanting to do a new thing in our life, like I said about us being familiar, but we stopping them because we want to get fresh. We, we're getting frustrated because it's not happening in the timing that we want it to happen. And it, it seems like we're producing all this stuff and it's not getting no momentum. Like we not getting no clients. We not getting no airtime. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the relationship ain't getting no better, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm putting all this stuff in. I'm doing everything that you, I'm frustrated. You know, I'm like, I'm tired to keep on, like, I'm just tired. And God is saying, just be patient and be prayerful. So those are the two ways to be able to overcome to overcome this internal roadblock. I think that we all need to be intentional when it comes to our prayer life. And sometimes we pray prayers and we just be praying, just just praying. And not to say that God is not listening or God is not not going to answer answer your prayers. I'm not saying that, but it's a good thing to be intentional and have prayers that deal directly with being patient, have prayers directly dealing with frustration, having prayers dealing directly with these internal roadblocks that we need to really overcome. I want to go over a couple of the scriptures that we need to pray in our lives and be consistent with praying. And then I have a prayer at the end. So write down these scriptures and add them to your time of prayer and reading. The first one is John 16 and 33. The second one is Galatians 6 and 9. The next one is Matthew 11, 28 through 29. The next one is Peter, 1 Peter 5 and 7. The next one is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Romans 8, 28, Hebrews 10, 35 through 36, James 1, 2 through 4, Philippians 4 and 13, which is my favorite scripture, Romans 8 and 25, and 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 are the scriptures that you can pray when it comes to frustration. So, and, um, and it's something that I'm going to have at the end of the podcast and the podcast notes that you can copy and pray. I mean, just pray. And it's just praying the word. And it's something about when you pray the word, you have confidence in that God is going to answer his word because at the end of the day, <laughs> when Jesus wanted to fight, or defeat the enemy when Jesus wanted to defeat the enemy he used the, he used the word of God that's what he used to defeat the enemy and sometimes a lot of the eternal things that we're going through or a reason why our fears our frustration things that are familiar our focus our flaws are are magnified is because we allowed the enemy to talk to us you know what I'm saying when we need to just be shutting him down Lord we thank you that in you we have peace we know that in the world there will be tribulation but we can take heart because you have overcome the world help us not to grow weary in doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up Lord you said come to me all that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul. So today we come to you casting all of our anxieties on you because we know you care for us. Help us not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let our requests be made known to you and your peace, which surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Whenever we forget to remind us, O Lord, that 
that for those who love you, all things work together for good for those who are called according to your purpose. Help us not to throw away our confidence, which has a great reward. Give us endurance so that when we have done your will, we may receive what is promised. Today, we have decided to count it all joy when we meet trials of various kinds. For we know that the text testing of our faith produced patience. So let patience have its perfect work that we may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, Lord. We truly believe that we can do all things through your son, Christ, who strengthened us. Help us to wait patiently in the hope for what has yet to appear, giving thanksgiving in all circumstances. For this is your will, Lord, in Christ Jesus for us. That is the prayer. (laughs) I'm going to have it in the podcast notes. And that is your assignment on this week. If you're dealing with frustration is to pray that prayer over your life. Pray it until you memorize it. If you have anybody else that's struggling with internal, these internal roadblocks, don't forget to share the podcast. And if you're struggling with familiarity and you just have to put off projecting and perform as it's, as if it's your first time. So try to throughout the week, if you find yourself being comforted by things that are familiar, challenge yourself to do a new thing, to go a new way. And as you begin to train yourself, when God teaches you and takes you a different route, you won't be so hesitant to be able to go with him and you will be able to say, God, I trust you to lead and to guide me. I really pray. Um, that this, that these six steps on how to overcome the internal roadblocks that stop, that stop us from moving forward has truly blessed you. And I just want to thank you for tuning in to the pause. I am your host, your girl, Casey Inspire. And remember, I am inspiring you to emerge, move forward and live your best life. Now I look forward to being with you on next Sunday. Have a blessed evening.